Hi, I'm Tash and I'm from England. Hi, my name is Martha and I'm from Holland. We met in Bali and fell in love. And this podcast is all about what happens in a long distance relationship after you break the distance. Hello. Welcome back. Wedding part two. Wedding part two. Okay, we'll scrap an introduction, right? And dive straight in. Yes, so... I haven't actually listened back to the podcast, so I have no clue what I said. But you were at the wedding, so that generally helps. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I did listen back to the podcast, partly because I had to edit it. Uh, So we got up to the dress. We spoke about the dress. Um, We revealed the dress, how we chose the dresses. And then now the reveal moment. You're at the top of the aisle. I'm... You're at the end of the aisle? Yeah. You're at the end of the aisle, I'm at the top of the aisle, and I'm walking towards you. Daar komt de bruid, daar komt de bruid. That is not the song that we had playing (laughs) as we walked down the aisle. We actually had Break the Distance, which, I mean, you all know how important that song is to us. I can't remember her name. Edmund Minster... Oh, I should have really looked that up before I jumped on here, hey? (laughs) So, yeah. What were your first thoughts when you saw me? I was like, oh my God, you look so beautiful. So, so beautiful. I just also didn't, I mean, we talked about the dress enough, I think, but I really didn't expect you in that dress. Mm -hmm. So I think that was also a big surprise for me. Um... And I was just like, oh my God, you have great tits. <laughs> Straight to the booze. Babe, my eyes are up here. My eyes are up here. Yeah, it's hard. Um, but yeah, you just looked so stunning. And I just wanted to kiss you straight away. Yeah, I wanted to kiss you. Yeah. Which, to be fair, Natalie was like, you can kiss each other whenever. But we were both like, no, we want to be like traditional and have that moment. Yeah, because we're so traditional right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, we're both in a white dress and there's an aisle and our fathers gave us away. You know, quite traditional. They're also really cute. Our fathers put our hands together. Yeah. Because, you know, my dad walked with me down, walked down with me. Yeah. But I was like, oh, it's kind of cute when he, when they put hands together because he's not giving me away in the traditional way. Right. Mm -hmm. So that was cute. Yeah. And then the dad's like had a little moment, sat down and then we sort of came together And the ceremony started and I just remember the whole time being like, be present in the moment, be present in the moment. I know, I had that in the beginning a lot because there was a lot happening. We were in a barn, so there were birds flying around, there were children there. There was one very noisy child. Especially in the beginning and uh, also my horse. Oh yeah. um, Was outside in a truck and then the truck drove away. awful timing (laughs) they couldn't wait (laughs) but uh, it was fine but uh, there was just a lot of uh noise yeah and it was just also really overwhelming to see everyone there sitting there being super pretty and i was just like yeah it was just a lot in that moment so in the beginning i was not super present in the way like listening to natalie Mm -hmm. but we already knew the script and I also knew that we were, we like had it so we could read it back. And it was essentially our story. So there was less pressure 
to be conscious of every single word in that way yeah yeah yeah. but I really yeah I don't know if I should say this but I'm just gonna do it but so there was one child that was really loud and she was walking around as well and and I mean she's like super she's like two she's or three. two yeah, yeah so it's two. like not on her you know but I really remember I didn't want to be that bride that send a child off it you was know like oi you grab your kid and tell it to shut up yeah oh the the child is on my side and I wasn't able my maid of honor wasn't in a position to be able to do anything about it and it was just kind of one of those things that you hope you're like sending out vibes that some adult somebody the parent will just like hear your thoughts and do something it just wasn't the case Um, no and because I um remember I was at a wedding once when I was really young maybe 17 and we were in a church and a child started fussing or crying and then the bride gave a sign like get that child out yeah. of the church and I was like oh that's intense I don't want to be that bridezilla yeah and in that moment I was like I understand right because this is something you only experience hopefully once, once. in your life yeah and it's it's just so such a precious moment so I think my my advice to anybody who is at a wedding where the couple have allowed you to bring your child, the minute your child starts kicking off, you have to remove your selfishness of the situation of wanting, of course, you know, you want to be present for that moment, but that moment isn't about you and it most definitely isn't about your kid. Um, So I think at that point, you just have to take the responsibility as an adult to scoop up said child and remove them so that everybody else the couple themselves yeah can like be present for the moment but thank god she settled down at some point and and it was a a, a really important so uh, uh natalie was telling our story the way we met and everything and and that was just really cute and also someone really dear to me read out a poem mm-hmm. which was really beautiful but yeah i think after 10 minutes i was like okay I, you know I was settled and then I could be present yeah and just to give a little bit of context so Natalie is a humanist celebrant so there's no like religious affiliation and what's really cool about a humanist ceremony is that she spends like she spent like a year getting to know us I mean we're a couple that's relatively easy we have a podcast a blog an Instagram and she basically stalked us for like a year yeah getting to know everything best person oh my god if you get married just yeah natalie has to be part of it because she is like perfect she's in love with love as well right she's super soft i don't know if i said that in the first part but i saw when you walked down the aisle i was facing natalie first before i could turn around and she was like tearing up and it made me cry and it was just so cute yeah so that part was really beautiful because we know that our ceremony is literally one in a like is one of a kind it's completely bespoke in that way yeah everything she said and then what did we do did we do our vows next was it the tying the knot i think the fat vows were first yeah 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 and then so we had personalized vows yeah and marcia went first because she was thinking or hoping that I was probably going to make her cry. So you did your vows first to me. Yes. 
And she swore in the vows. Yes, I had no idea that I was actually swearing. It was. It was you said fuck. I said fuck, but um, uh, yeah, it's just so funny. When I wrote them, I actually sent them to Natalie, and, they were, and she was like, "It's perfect." And then when I um, I said this, like, um, I promise you to love you every day, even if you fuck me up, even when you fuck me up, even when you even fuck, when you fuck oh, yeah, me up, even off. when you fuck me up, and everyone started laughing so hard. And of course, it was also a joke, but I didn't know it was that funny. It was like up until that point, we'd had. It had been, you know, typical romantic romantic wedding idyllic vibe. And then all of a sudden, like, I promise to love you every day, even when you fuck me off. And like <laughs> that was just like boom in the middle, <laughs> but hilarious. Yeah, I really loved that. Um, and then I did my vows. Um, it was really funny. Our vows were actually incredibly similar. Uh, so similar. And we didn't like said anything to each other. And we had so many things that were the same like you're my home mm-hmm. um, I, you I know, promise you this I promise you I, this I promise you I this. promise to you know keep you free and be your biggest cheerleader your, your words and to chase after your dreams and you know it was not just about oh my god I love you and I promise you blah 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 but it was also really about the other person and the in yeah the individual person right like we're amazing couple and we're gonna support each other yeah it was just perfect it really was yeah the vows that was one thing that I was really happy that we could go back and reread yeah and then we did a special kind of element that was suggested by Natalie that you fell in love with which was a binding hand fasting binding um, which is you know that traditional sense of tying the knot where that comes from and it included both our mums. So the mums sort of bound a ribbon round our arms and then together we pull our arms apart and then you end up with a knot in the middle that is like our tied knot. Yeah, so cute. Really symbolic. And then we had rings. And then we had rings. Ted brought us the rings. He's fussing right now. You might be able to hear him in the background. Yeah, he had his little three-piece suit on. So cute. And then the rings were tied to him. And he hadn't seen us in like 24 hours. So he came like running down the aisle. So confused. So confused. So many people in a barn. (laughs) So many smells. But he did really well. He came straight to his mama's and we took the rings off him. And then my dad took him out. It was really cute. He did an amazing job. Yeah, so cute. Oh yeah, did I tell you, did I tell that a dove shit on me? Oh, you mentioned it very briefly in the first podcast, yes. We're sitting down. (laughs) Anyway, they were flapping around. There were two beautiful white doves. I know doves are white, but I just have to say they're they're so gorgeous. And you should pay fortune for that to release those after (laughs) you got married. I know, right? We got them for free. (laughs) Um, But yeah, one did a little on me. But it was like one piece, so it was not a... It was like... I could just pick oh, it up and flick it off <laughs> my dress. So it actually didn't stain. What was it not? It was not a... Like what? a flatch. Like, <laughs> you know? It was more like... <laughs> and it's so funny. It was like in the middle of ceremony. I was like, babe. Was so like... we had rain and we had a bird shit on you. Literally the most good luck that we could get for our marriage, apparently. I know, right? Rain on your wedding day and birds pooping on you is always good luck, apparently. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if we could put, I don't know, can we spell? Because I feel like that should be the name of this episode. No. Um, yeah. And then we signed our certificate. Yeah. With and our parents as witnesses. Yeah. And had some pictures. No, we didn't. Well, there were pictures the whole time. And then was that everything of the ceremony? Yeah, and it was really cute. So uh, Natalie included everyone at mm. the end, asking them to question something like, will you promise to support this couple in their dreams and blah, 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 blah. And then they had to say, we do. And it was just so cute. It yeah, was really, it was really nice. sweet. Yeah, the I liked pictures it. from that are really cute. Yeah. And then we kissed. And then they were like, she's like, um, oh, what is it? I now present... Miss, um, wife and wife, distance broken, broken for life. Yeah, that was us. <laughs> and then those pictures are amazing. And there's yeah. like a video of everyone cheering, and it's really cute. And then we walked up the aisle for everyone to like cheer and be merry. Yeah, I I think the ceremony was my favorite part of the day. Well, I bloody well hope so. It's the whole point, right? <laughs> No, of course. But you know what I yeah. mean? Like, you have so many precious moments. Mm-hmm. I mean, getting ready, being on a horse, and then after all the speeches, I mean, the speeches were amazing. Yeah. And then we, so we finished off the ceremony, we left the barn, we went down to like the courtyard area, and that's where we had photos. By this point, it was like not raining, there was like a mist in the air, I would say. Yeah. But it was quite cold, and it had been a bit windy. windy. Yeah. So. I didn't necessarily, I know I personally didn't have the stamina for photos like I thought I would. I was like, you've got me for 20 minutes, then no. You know that I actually didn't realise that we were gonna go off and take pictures. No, neither did I. Didn't even register in my head. I, I, I don't, I thought they were just taking pictures of the day. Yeah. And of course you want cute pictures together, but... (laughs) When she said that, I was like, huh? huh? But I just want a drink. Like, <laughs> be with the guests. Like, or like the same what, bride. What, what, what's happening? What are we doing? We did the family. Well, we did guest pictures. And yeah, then, yeah. And then they were like, oh, go inside, grab a drink, have a little nibble of like the canapes and I'll come and get you in a little while. And I was like, didn't really register. And I was like, oh, I can't I'm so call. happy we did though, because same. those pictures are so beautiful. Yes and shoved down a spring roll yeah quickly prosecco <laughs> had a corn cake thing mm. chugged some prosecco and then we went out into the freezing cold and just and it was yeah really cute because there were three girls and it was just like girl group you know it was that's probably one of my highlight moments actually one of them the us two having that moment to just like straight after the ceremony yeah. to just be like oh my god we're married and I was wife. just looking at you like I was like you're so beautiful yeah you were really gorgeous to me in that moment and they took some pictures of you alone and I was just crying mm-hmm. looking at you you were so cute you were like a little overwhelmed by the whole thing I think yeah and that was really funny because we went to a really small lake and it's not a lake it's more pond it's a pond yeah and we had umbrellas and one of the umbrellas flew away and ended up in the pond upside down it was like really iconic and it was the fact that they had music playing as well whilst we did the photo shoot so everything had a soundtrack to it as well yeah and the girls were just brilliant um Steph Amy and uh Ruby just yeah it was hilarious and we were just having absolute shits and giggles we really were yeah that was really cool then we went back in and had the reception 
we revealed the reception to everyone so the way the venue was that we had curtains that were across everyone's in like a, a one part of the barn having drinks and canapes and then you pull back these curtains and then you can it reveals all the tables and everything set up and it was really gorgeous katie another amazing job there yeah and we all piled in and we got introduced yeah, everyone sat down at their tables, so beautiful, the tables were so beautiful, and then I was like, please welcome Mrs. and Mrs. Costa Thomas, dee 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 dee, da 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 <laughs> Oh, it's so cool, and then the food. I want to do it all over again. And I want to eat that food again, thank you yeah. Latitudes for the amazing Balinese feast. Yes. Uh, shout out here to Palam Palam. So that was the place that we met and they have produced a cookbook of all their amazing food and Latitude bought the cookbook and cooked from that book for the wedding feast. That's um, perfect. Which was really cool because then it was super authentic. It was literally the food we were eating when we met. And then you ate some and got up straight away and went to the tables. Yeah. And I had a little moment just to really enjoy the food. I was really hungry by that point. Yeah, I was hungry by that point. And too. I was like, I need to eat as well because I know it's going to be a long evening. Mm-hmm. And um, and we were sitting down to eat at like five five thirty as well, so it was like late for wedding reception but early for dinner. Yeah, and then speeches. The speeches. They were really good. They were really funny. Yeah, I want to keep that bit for myself. No, really it's fine. Personal. Yeah, absolutely. And they were really funny. A lot of funny moments in them. So my dad, my mom and my brother gave a speech. And of course my maid of honor. And then my... I was really shocked actually. My dad gave a speech. But my mum gave a little speech. And my mum really... Yeah, she um, did a poem. And she really struggles with like... Public speaking. But... Yeah, like I, I thought that public speaking combined with the emotion yeah. of that situation I thought that she wouldn't be able to and also whenever my mum has to do anything publicly she'll run it by me she'll like I will review it and look over it just to give her confidence and the fact that obviously she couldn't do that or didn't I was really yeah I did not expect her to speak and I was so proud of the fact that she did and then my maid of honor she made me cry actually everyone (laughs) got me a bit teary but your maid of honor actually made me cry yeah she spoke through to my heart she was like marta when you came into our lives we just like loved you straight away and i was just the way she said i was just like oh my god i can't go yeah (laughs) she's an absolute legend um and then i can tell them about my surprise speech though right so I then got up and um gave a speech and initially obviously realized I had to give half the speech in English um which I didn't really think about because I'd already had this surprise plan for Marta so I wasn't really focusing on that aspect of it so I just freestyled that speech um to the English family and friends and mum and dad and I'm sure like afterwards there were kind of like a billion things that I was like oh I probably should have said this too and just yeah whatever it's fine because the big part of it was that I had a surprise speech for Marta and her family in Dutch and up until this point obviously the entire wedding had been in English the entire ceremony and 
originally this was I planned this because Omar Marta's grandmother was going to be there and her English isn't amazing and I wanted there to be a part of the ceremony that or part of the day that she was fully included in and that she would actually understand without it having to be translated through somebody else so it was really written with her in mind and obviously she couldn't make it but it didn't matter I'm I still wanted to obviously do it so I'd written the speech in English and you had the help of one of your friends to translate it and I'd practiced it and then you had no idea apparently mm-hmm. and I got my piece of paper literally like I've never seen shaking. you so nervous I've never been like that nervous in my life of all the things I've done the only time I've seen you like that is when you proposed to me but even then because I that like, was such a short moment it was such a short moment plus the nervousness of that was more because it it included so many people it's like your family and I need I wanted it to time perfectly so I was just nervous that it was going to go the way I'd envisioned in my head this was just like I'm standing in front of 45 Dutch people speaking a language that's not my own on this like massive monumental occasion um, and also I never speak Dutch in front of your family, like very rarely up until that point because I'm feeling a bit self-conscious about it. I don't know, how long did it last? Like five to ten minutes maybe? Yeah, five minutes I would yeah. say. Yeah, big Dutch speech with the paper. It got to the point where the paper was shaking so much I couldn't read the words. I, uh, and I was, you know, I was next to you and I was just so proud of you but I was also really nervous for you because I saw how nervous you was and I was just like... <laughs> sending my good vibes <laughs> and uh you did an amazing job and my family was so impressed because you spoke to them individually said something about them and it was just absolutely absolutely amazing mm, baby yeah I, I definitely felt the collective love come to me from yeah. your family then I mean I already get along with them anyway but it it ramped up a notch at that point because it really reminds me of Jane the Virgin when she mar- marries one of the characters and he, he does like his vows in Spanish. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is so perfect because I was hoping you would do a little bit in Dutch. Yeah, I didn't do any Dutch in the vows because I knew that that was to come. Yeah, of but I hadn't, no. I hadn't even considered that you would expect that in the vows, which is really funny. And I was actually inspired by a friend's wedding that I went to back in 2016. And um, she's Chinese, he's English. And, you know, she grew up in Plymouth and speaks English as her first language. But he learned Chinese and did half of his groom speech in Chinese. Yeah, that's And it was so... And I saw the reaction of the family. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's that's what I need to do. So from day one, I've always known that I was going to do that. It's really funny. I... From day one, I actually for the first six months that we were engaged, I planned to sing for you. I had a feeling you might have. But when I got closer and closer to the date, um, because I, I needed singing lessons and it was just like really chaotic and there was so much going on. And I was like, I actually don't want to put that stress mm-hmm. on myself on the wedding day because I'm not a singer like you. So I that's like such a big massive stretch stress Mm -hmm. and I just really wanted to enjoy the day and like arriving on a horse which was also sort of a last minute decision that I was going to do it because I didn't want 
the day to come and be like stressed for these two moments I had to do yeah and I knew that you know for you uh, I mean maybe you you were gonna be a little bit impressed but it was fine not to do it you know like Dutch speech means so much but but you, you see all these movies and you see all these um, things on Instagram and Facebook and then they do this surprise dance or surprise song or surprise this and that. And I was like, oh, I want to do something cool. Yeah, but that was riding in on a fucking horse, babe. Which is yeah. within your comfort zone. And that was the thing. Like, I don't think... If I'd have known how nervous I was actually going to be for the speech, I wouldn't have done it. Oh, really? No, I had no idea. That blindsided me. Oh. I thought that I was going to be like just cool like it's going to be a yeah, new yeah. thing but I felt it was within my remit and within my comfort zone so that was why I you know continued to do it and I remember you saying to me at some point about you know wanting to do something cool and I was really happy that you didn't do something like like singing for that reason that it would have been this thing that was present in your mind for the entire day leading up to that point yeah and then depending on how you felt it went could have also then negatively impacted you mm. for the rest of the day. Thinking, um, yeah, I was really happy like, to do oh, anything. I, I was so much better in practice. Mm, or, I was so oh my nervous. god, I was my so nervous. My voice was shaking. Yeah, yeah, and then all of a sudden, it's this bad memory of the thing that you wish you didn't do because yeah, yeah. it was, it just didn't go how you planned. And you, being the perfectionist that you are, mm-hmm. is that's a hundred percent how you would have felt. Yeah. Um, so no, I was really happy that you didn't. And at this point, you kept saying to me, like, baby, please sing at the wedding, please sing at the wedding, please sing at the wedding. And I was like, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Like, it's it's not that kind of a day. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we did, like, the speeches. And then after that, I feel like we were both like, fuck it, whatever. Like, the schedule can be whatever. We just have to do this, this and this. But, like, we don't really give a shit anymore. And now, we had a wedding planner, Katie. And she's like, okay, it's time for the band and for cake cutting because we just wanted to start to party and everyone wants to everyone party. was ready and technically we were maybe like 45 minutes behind we were su- yeah well actually no we were supposed to leave the barn and do sparklers outside whilst the band and have pictures whilst the band did a sound check inside and we wouldn't have been in there and it would have been a whole big surprise for the guests but by this point it was pissing it down with rain torrential like, rain fucking you can hear it on the roof was it still pipes yeah raining still pipes <laughs> raining cats and dogs so we had to scrap the sparkler plan and instead everyone just stayed in the barn for the sound check the dance floor was still curtained off yeah but everyone was like it's going let us dance the bar was open people were getting into the cocktails yeah it was was like the groove is on baby and from that point i was like i want to dance with my wife i want to celebrate like i want to release this energy and i just remembered like i felt so relieved as well like all the big things were over Mm -hmm. and i was just let's fucking party also after like one and a half year of COVID, you know. When yeah, is the right. last time you have danced to a live band? And what a fucking band. They were so Coyote. good. Oh my gosh. We, they were like the last minute kind of find in terms of like booking a wedding band. Like you normally want to book that shit way in advance. And speaking from gig work, you want to book that shit way in advance especially like yeah but they were oh my god laura lead singer phenomenal half the 
wedding wanted to be her half the wedding wanted to be with her literally like everyone. so many people had a crush on her everyone was in love with her even all my cousins they were like oh my god she's so beautiful it's sexy and she sings and her husband is the lead guitarist which is jokes because you're like that's her husband there and he's super cool um and they were just just the exact right energy yeah for us and our wedding so much fun as well yeah and then they did the first half and i just remember i dancing with everyone and we kept on finding each other which was really cute yeah we danced together loads yeah and i could see as well the band were having such a good time like we were obviously all your family was so up for it like yeah. living their best lives they all love to dance yeah they're like unafraid of that and then you had all of my performer friends who completely understand what it feels like to be on stage so they were like throwing all their energy at them and they were just like i mean they'd requested a separate room to go for their break yeah just to step away and they didn't they stayed in the barn they Had drank with there. everyone they yeah. ate with everyone and then they were like oh yeah should we get back on stage again yeah, it was really fun and at that point i i always said like i don't want to get like really drunk on my on the wedding famous last words <laughs> but i was actually at some point i was like drinking coke and stuff and um but i think as well because i mean we have food but Everything combined together. I had a little bit of breakfast in the morning. I didn't have lunch because no. I was too nervous. And then, you know, a few bites, dinner, and then uh, cocktails. I had a cup of tea. And then the first time I ate anything solid was the breakfast, was the wedding dinner. Yeah. And then I, I actually didn't drink really anything. I had like maybe a glass and a half of wine over like three hours i definitely had a rum and coke and i had one cocktail and i think that is legitimately all i drank at our wedding which makes me sad because the bar bill was considerably more than two drinks and a glass of wine well i had a bit more a bit more cocktails but at some point a friend came to me it's like two shots i was like no i don't want to get drunk on my wedding she was like yeah it's your wedding you can get drunk you know and then we did a shot and then i remember it yeah, no, and then another one. You did actually also one. Oh, really? I just, I don't remember this moment. I wasn't drunk, but I don't remember that. Yeah. And then um, we had second half. We had father-daughter oh, dances. We did in between. We did our father-daughter dances. Yeah, that was really cute. I danced with my papa, and then I pulled my mama up with us. Paul Simon, mm-hmm. father-daughter. I can't remember what the song's <laughs> called. And then you danced with your papa and pulled your mama up. Yeah, on a Dutch song which was really significant to us yeah it's about becoming a butterfly (laughs) (laughs) and then i had one more surprise for you she sang for me i did sing for her. my absolute favorite song ever like it feels like it's about me it's a billy eilish ocean eyes and you already yeah Mm -hmm. that one yeah, and you already sung that, sang that song before, mm-hmm. not necessarily to me, but I was like, oh, it's just so perfect and you sang it and you were so beautiful and so good and so it was so gorgeous and I was just standing alone crying on the dance floor. <laughs> By this point, I hadn't really like thought about it 
ahead of time in terms of like I'd been just taking care of my voice like generically generally but by the time you get to that point in the day at this point it was like 10 p.m maybe obviously you've been talking to people non-stop for like three days just in general the stress the energy the drink now you've also been shouting and talking over music Mm. and and then I was like fuck I have to sing this song and it's like not like a easy no song to sing I mean I did a lot of melody change but I mean yeah I I remember I went up to the bedroom I snuck off to her bedroom just have a little practice just before and then I was like oh shove it it's just gonna have to be how it goes and did it I did it I and Laura got an amazing picture of that moment as well from behind a really cool picture it was absolutely gorgeous and then at that point it was like all bets are off party is off full-blown party I don't remember so much of that second half I do but then I also remember a lot because of videos and pictures it's not so much that necessarily there is one video we posted it on insta maybe we'll post it that was already 2 30 in the morning i know right there's a video that um oh it's like my one of my favorite if not my favorite video from the wedding it's us on the dance floor and i think it just sums us up as a couple (laughs) um we should put it up as like a yeah reel or something because it is yeah brilliant yeah it was just yeah it's it was after um everything was gone I was a bit sad that I got a bit drunk but then in the end you know what are you gonna do it's your wedding yeah I had just so much fun I remember I just had so much fun with everyone Mm -hmm. with everyone I stayed on the dance floor all the time I didn't sit down went to pee twice and which was really annoying because uh, the toilets were outside the bar and it was really raining really hard and then with your dress and everything I was a bit of a of a mission <laughs> yeah but I just love that we actually spent loads of time like at our wedding together people so many people said oh you'll never see each other it's so busy yeah. you're off with other people and we did I spent yeah. the whole day with you and we kept on sort of like bumping into each other every time we were in the same place um yeah it was just so much fun the best day literally the best day and I remember I mean I got pretty drunk you haven't helped me out of my dress moment (laughs) (laughs) we didn't have sex we didn't have sex we didn't consummate the marriage we didn't and then we got COVID straight (laughs) after so we didn't actually consummate our marriage for like two weeks (laughs) until Mexico which is a pretty good place we were like (laughs) literally still a virgin two weeks of still a virgin two weeks after our marriage the first two weeks of our marriage were spent not having sex in my childhood bedroom at my parents house in the bed with a dog feeling feeling like absolute ass yeah you were worse than me the only way is up (laughs) I remember one time you were gone for ages and you were like, yeah, I'm going to take a shower. And then I was like, I'm just going to check on her. And you were just sitting on the bathroom floor. Or just like, yeah, I could just can't. Really? I don't <laughs> yeah. even remember that. You were like, I don't have energy. The shower took everything out of me. And then I was like, oh, babe, you're so pale. <laughs> really? Oh, it's all a blur of the sofa squid games and not being able to taste anything. Watching squid games is the, the worst idea when you have COVID. Ever. Oh my 
gosh. But the thing was, I couldn't do anything else than just watching some TV, having naps, and you know, you, I didn't have, I couldn't have, I didn't have concentration for anything. No. Even conversations were too hard. And do you know what? That whole experience is why doing this podcast has been a big thing because actually, you know, normally you get married, you have this amazing experience, then you probably jump on honeymoon within the next couple of days. If not, you still have time, right, after the wedding where you get to like be in that energy of your wedding and we just didn't. The, yeah. So the wedding was the Tuesday the Wednesday we went for our legal ceremony and yeah. that's the soup pictures that you might have seen on Instagram. And then we got back to the venue and everyone was there and we had drinks again with everyone and we did karaoke that night. It was really fun. And it was well. really good fun. And then I started to feel rough at the end of that day at like nine, ten o'clock, which everyone was sort of saying to me, oh, it's because you've just got married and the adrenaline... And you haven't slept for days, you haven't eaten properly. Right, and it's, you know, it's just the fact that your body's now recovering from the past three days of Yeah, but also the week leading up was just a lot. Yeah, and it wasn't until the next morning I was like, no, still not right. And then when I got a COVID test, yeah, the next day, and obviously it then came back as positive. And then it was just like... after that yeah so it just felt like those first two weeks the memory of the wedding just it just really got put on the back burner so yeah that that was a bit also because we couldn't really talk to anyone yeah I mean we were with your parents but yeah we all got COVID and then we well it was just even like I remember we sat on the floor at mum and dad's and we were opening like the cards and the presents but for anybody who's had covid and like suffered with it you'll know that like actually that's really exhausting and like your concentration isn't there you don't have energy so much energy to do things like that so and so anybody who's had covid like seriously in that way will know that even something as fun as that can be exhausting so i just feel like those moments we didn't get in the same way no because i uh, booked a hotel as a surprise like a five-star hotel for three nights in plymouth and i was just because i knew at the venue for three days we were with all these people so we wouldn't have so much time for intimate moments and intimate moments sex Um, I was like, yeah, baby, I'm going to take my wife to this beautiful hotel. And there was like a spa and food. And, you know, then we sort of could be super cutesy. Wow, chicka, wow, wow. Yeah, and then I had to cancel that. And, yeah, it wasn't until Mexico that we got a bit into that flow. Like, a bit. We got very into that flow. Bounchica, wow, wow, how you doing? <laughs> Anywho, we are not going to end this podcast on the big C word. C word? Figure it out. What's the thing that's been plaguing the entire globe for the past two years? Oh, I thought... You thought... Sex related. Oh, no. Hilarious. <laughs> Cervix? No, babe. <laughs> Hilarious. So, yeah... We that's that's essentially our wedding. Yeah, it was epic. Put the bar really high for all our friends. We really did. <gasps> Matt gutted. Spent a lot of money. 
but it was totally a thousand percent worth every single penny yeah and finally now after like I actually struggled a bit when we came back to to I sort of missed it I missed Mm -hmm. the wedding not the preparations but the wedding and I felt like I was losing memories of it and also I think because of COVID so quickly after you know you didn't have time to to let solidify those memories yeah so after um you know we came back to holland and we talked to a lot of people about it and then we talked of course uh, and then we got pictures and then we got the video so that helped a lot to sort of really embrace the moment again and not the aftermath yeah absolutely yeah because i was actually at some point really sad i felt like i was forgetting everything yeah uh, but now I don't have that feeling at all anymore. Woohoo! I didn't spend money for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness for that. So there is our wedding. We hope you enjoyed that lovely little fairy tale. Um, and they lived happily ever after. They really did. They really are. I'm so happy. Fucking love being married to you. I really do. Me too. I still think it's weird though that we're married and we are wives it sounds so grown up you're my wife 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 frau mrs costa thomas who's that weird strange but i do love the rings i still look at it every day all the diamonds but i do love the jewelry oh, our <laughs> rings are so beautiful they are fit they are so gorgeous so beautiful anyway hopefully we've made you puke enough for one day um with our gushy romance (laughs) and you thank you to everybody who left such gorgeous comments from wedding part one yes and we hope you have as much fun listening to wedding part two Uh, Mm. obviously please leave us lots of comments send us any messages and share this if you want um once again we will also drop all of the vendors mentioned in today's episode in the description for you to go and support them and share your love with them too because they a thousand percent deserve it yeah oh, amazing time to put the kettle on yes or have a beer i mean you can have a beer i'm gonna have a cup of tea oh sad day two of the period babe not even day one true i'm on day three so i feel back in the game wow <laughs> until next week we will see you soon thank you so much for listening do we ciao